The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's in this league with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. On the radio. 30. I'm on right now. I don't believe you. You boys in line. Well, the batting average is tremendous. Like Bloom said, that's like a big, big deal because you can't find batting average as often the farther down the draft you go. You can find stolen bases. And that's one thing I feel a lot more comfortable in. And it's like we're, we're saying, yes, at a position like third base, but we should be drafting statistics, not positions per se. You need the, the end game. So if you take the Freddie Freeman of the world early, get the stolen bases later, it doesn't matter what position you're technically going for at that, that time of, of the situation. So. I think that's the thing that's going to get with the most. It's nothing against Witt. If you want to take Witt early, I don't have a problem with it. I think he's a really, really good ball player. He's going to have a great return. But I want that, like a Freddie Freeman batting average with, I think he's back to the 30-plus home run dude type guy. I think there's a lot to like there with Freddie Freeman. Yeah, the, so the interesting thing, though, drafting, drafting the stats. Bobby Witt is drafting a stat, too. Also, I don't recall the last time I ever saw a rookie into a sophomore year have essentially four of the five categories projected better. I don't recall seeing that in years past. Uh, the bat X has every single category, but stolen bases improving and the stolen bases only like going down. Yeah. I know that's, that's yeah. kind of like, yeah. no, that's point a good point. So, yep. Yeah. It's, it's just an interesting thing when we talk about the deficiencies between the two that yet he improves in every single category. Uh, it's, it's fun conversation about Bobby Witt, but if you can get him on like a wheel spot, I think it's a really good one. All right. So those are some player uh, conversations. We've got a couple like uh, positional things. And then we're going to get to some player debates. So that's you, Box. Yeah, I just want to know, um, and you guys kind of talked about it with shortstop earlier. Uh, Welsh and I just kind of noticed, like, in a five outfielder league, man, outfield gets thin quick. Third base is top-heavy, and then it seems to fall off. We don't particularly like second either. You guys don't like short. Like, it, it is you, you said, Bubba, just a minute ago, you know, we should be taking statistics and not positions, but some of these positions are thinning out. So are there any that you are prioritizing? Uh, maybe not at the top, the very top, because you just want the best players there, but quicker than you normally would. It's usually outfield in a five outfielder league. I want to get, like, I want to leave pretty early. Um, I don't want to take all five outfielders in the first 10 rounds, but like I, uh, I, I want to get, like, two or three for sure that's why i have a like a lot of a rosarena a lot of adelise garcia's a lot of that like kyle tucker's of the world uh and that gives me power and speed that gives me statistics that allows me if i miss out on the shortstop or the third base i'm not like drowning in the situation have you found yourself like in your drafts where you keep missing something uh it's obviously not outfielders since you like them do you keep missing on third base or relievers or anything else it would be usually third base or second base. Third or second. Um, like I, I like some of the deep second bases, but they're not the sexiest. Like I'll, I'll, I'll roll with Colton Wong. You don't want to roll with Colton Wong, but I'll roll with them type thing. Yeah. Um, those are the ty- types of things you can miss out on in the grand scheme of things. But if you're building the right setup, your team can still be just fine. I danced with Colton Wong a couple times. Hasn't worked out for me yet. Yeah, that's so, guy. Uh, Bloom, same question. Uh, is there a certain position uh, that you think is thin? And uh, in your drafts, how does it work for you? So two things. Uh, shortstop first. If you don't get a short, like a top, if you're in a 15-team league, you don't get like a top 15, 16 shortstop, you're looking at, and we can debate the names, whatever. You're looking at guys like Javi Baez, Thayer Estrada, CJ Abrams, Bryson Stott, Ezekiel Tovar, we're so ingrained into thinking shortstop is deep. And as I just found out in Tout Wars, it is not. The other position that I would say that I've been struggling with is when the heck to get that second reliever. 
I have been pretty adamant about grabbing a, a you know, quote unquote, safe reliever in the first five rounds. I've done that in a lot of my drafts in the top like 60 picks, 75 picks. I don't know when to go back to that well for the second reliever because it is it is murky out there. You know, it's really funny, too. When you're talking like the the closure situation in general, I buy with, but the the shortstop one, I've been on a little bit of a tear the last two weeks uh, on Fantasy Pro specifically talking about this. That like not only like I'm going to double down on what you said. I think people are getting too comfortable with hey shortstop so deep. Not only do I not necessarily agree with that, I actually don't think it's 15. Like we we can come up with mm. names that yep. we're okay with. We can get the Jeremy Pena's and stuff, but I actually really think when you end up looking at shortstop. I think there's a lot of volatility because you're going to sit there and you're going to be like, hey, I'm comfortable. You know, it's all good. I'm going to get Correa later. I'm going to get, hey, Tim Anderson. But those guys are not safe. Tim Anderson is is as injury prone as any of these guys we've been talking about. He's the Byron Bucks in the shortstops. He produces when he's out there, but he doesn't play games. I think Dansby Swanson could be in line for some regression. Carlos Correa is an injury risk. So at the end of the day, might be like 10 shortstops deep or nine or something like that. So I completely agree with what you're talking about because even like second base, I can find some guys later and you'll still find shortstops, but to get like the good ones. And that might be the weird thing that happens. Boomfield in drafts this year is everyone's like, Oh, I got all, everyone's got the shortstops, but the guys that have the ones that really lock in and are there consistently producing, that is going to be something that's going to stand out just because everybody has built their roster kind of across the board. Similarly. Yeah, I've been I've been saying everywhere like I want a top twelve shortstop in my rankings. That's kind of been my deal. So I'm not saying I have to take one early, but like there's you know tiers of drafting or whatever you want to call it that. Uh, le- that last that. tier is the OS tier. OS. Yep, I better yep. get one. <laughs> yeah, yep. that, that was, that was me about two hours ago. <laughs> yep. Who is your OS shortstop, by the way? For me, yeah, it's like the Willie Adamas, Jeremy Pages of the world. Like if I miss out on that, I'll I'll take Thyro Estrada, but like. I want that to be like my middle infielder or my second baseman, potentially not my shortstop. If that makes sense. I think sense. Willie Adamas might be my OS shortstop. I love, I love who's, your, who's your OS shortstop? Yeah. I'm Ed Rosario. Oh God. That's <laughs> real. <laughs> you really went down that route. I'll, I'll go down okay, a little I mean, further. I get, <laughs> I get it. He was a big breakout for me. All right. Uh, on the same thing, then let's wrap up. That is uh, starting pitchers. What is the approach? You guys didn't single out starting pitching. Though I do think it can get uh, pretty wonky after that, like thirty. You find fun names and stuff. Just like that. But if you're looking middle. for cons- yeah, but if you're looking for consistency, um, what is the overall approach? And Bloomfield, we'll start with you on SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, twenty four seven, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering: real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old... In this league. Talk about www.wcom.me, you made you go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Uh... I don't know what you're saying, but that, that's what's going on. Yeah. Starting pitchers, like where do you want them? Um, we have a lot of people, I think, in the industry that not only don't want to take them because of the hitters, but everyone's very comfortable with their evaluations of pitching that are going to wait. You specifically are someone that puts out these fantastic uh, bloom boards that people can check out. And you know, you always have the I actually mark when I do my notes and stuff 
when you do those, I'll like save one and I'll attach it to a player's note. So when I go back, because you always find really interesting things, but you find fun stats about players that make you comfortable in later rounds that I just feel like pitching as a, as a whole is actually being pushed down because no one wants to take them. So what is your approach to starting pitching drafting uh, this year? My approach has been to avoid, avoid the void, the middle rounds with starting pitching. I just don't like that type of pitcher that is there. So what I've been doing in a lot of my drafts is two or even three starting pitchers in like even the first six rounds. And then I'm waiting till like 15th round. I'm talking 15 team leagues here, but um, because I do like it, maybe this is the, maybe this is the bloom boards talking, but I just like a lot of late starting pitchers that have some skills that you can kind of get earlier in the draft. So my pretty much tried and true. Well, we'll see if it's tried and true. The, 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 the <laughs> one that I'm, it's going right. to, yeah, uh, <laughs> it may, very well may not be, is to uh, get some pitching early and then pretty much avoid it until later on. And, Do you have and, like and an example of like that. one or the two? We'll give you can just throw out whatever, but like one or two of the top names that you try to get, and then you wait, and then one or two of those bottom names that you're waiting for. Yeah, so, usually right. two of like Strider, Nola, Woodruff. Um, Sexy. Those types of guys. And then going all the way down, maybe grabbing one of like a Christian Javier, Max Fried, Zach Gallen, Kristen McKenzie, but then not really touching it again. I like Lance Lynn around like 150, not really touching it again until we get to like Charlie Morton, your Rays, uh, Jordan Montgomery, uh, Rays. I mean, Jeffrey Springs, Drew Rasmussen, Jordan Montgomery, Brady Singer. So like, there's a big gap in between those tiers. So that's, yeah, that's you have kind like, of where I've you, been done. You might even be giving like yourself a hundred spot gap, yeah. it might sound yes. like, between like the <laughs> oh, 60s yeah. and 160. I have drafted six rounds in a row of hitters before. Yeah. So Bubba, same thing. Your your approach uh, to starting pitching, and then uh, I'll probably ask you examples if you're, uh, you know, if you have a specific like Bob uh, until then. I guess the, the good and the bad of doing a show with someone as often as we do, and you guys understand this, is we have a lot of similar thoughts on this one because we had a slew of episodes like over a month in a row where we did ADP to 100 through 150, 150 through 200. And we like broke down all of them. You can see the pockets of positions and statistics. And there was a window. Like I like starting pitchers between zero and a hundred, but from like a hundred to 200, almost it's at least a hundred and one seventy five or whatever. It's not pretty. And then like Ryan said, you got your groove again. We got your Cobbs, your Tyler Anderson's, he mentioned a bunch of the guys as well. Like that's you, you can start to target that you kind of feel a little warmer and fuzzy, or at least you don't see a big difference between the guy from like 175 to 250 that you saw from 100 to 175. A lot of similarities there where you could take the bats here because there's a big difference later on in the hitting department. Like maybe you get three or four category guys up here compared to when you're around pick 200 and 250, two to three category players. And that that's where your, your differences in uh, the approach goes. So I'm a lot like Bloomfield in that regard. And um, it's just, are you the same thing? as like two pitchers in the top, like five or yeah. six rounds and then wait and then do the big gap. Wait, basically if I say top 10 picks, okay. Um, I'll try to have three starters probably in a closer. And give closer, or take. Yeah. Okay. So g- give me what, what are your choices? Uh, I love, I love Nola Woodruff. Like somehow Ryan and I are on that same page. Like we're both very, very high on Nola Woodruff. Um, I, I'm, I'm getting there on, um, like a, a Rodon. I know we both like Gossman quite a bit. Uh, so that kind of window, like if you look at the top, like 60 or 70 picks, we'd like to, I know he, I'm not going to speak for Ryan, but there's, we, we'd like to leave that area with our three pitchers probably more often. Okay. About. All right. Perfect. I love it. That, that's a really great breakdown from both of you guys. And uh, people should really pay attention because I think that is a pretty tried and true strategy. I've done something relatively similar. There's a few pitchers in that middle. There are a few, like we're not discounting it, but it's like, it's got to kind of fall to that. Like Javier was kind of almost in that middle. And and I have this like little window. Musgrove did live there for a time and um, I'll take a discount maybe later, but I'm taking discount of Musgrove already. Don't you worry about that. Javier gallon. Like I really liked living in that area. Maybe Castillo, but then I kind of like want to fade and I don't really touch a lot of that pitching. I'm even though I like like, you know, Hunter Green is, I don't really get those guys. Like and then Charlie Morton. Have volatility with like Rasmussen and Springs, if you want. Like given Ladolo and Green's probably better, but the volatility to me is like your risk yeah. reward is very similar. Uh, we, specifically, Springs and Morton might be my two biggest like SP, probably, I guess it would be like three, four, four, five in an ideal situation. I 
have to have those two. And that's okay. definitely built around how I'm trying to do all, almost all of my teams. And Bloomfield, you look like you agree with me on that Spe- one. Speaking of the choir, man, we're, we're either going down with a ship together or, uh, <laughs> or riding it to glory because I absolutely agree. Yeah, Jeffrey, another guy that comes up on your boards all the time, uh, Bloom. So I know, I know you're a Bassett guy too. Can we all pitch in and buy Joe Musgrove like some steel toed boots? You I got some in my office right now. If that you want being some. passive aggressive, if we Don't send him those, you know. is there any worry though about Bassett? Bassett had the velo drop in spring. He's, he's he's doing the Zach Granke apparently. He's a veteran that's coming Laying in and off, slow yeah. playing it. That's that's the rumor on the street. I kind of half believe it because he's a veteran. So uh, mm, he's been around. That's weird. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. This is a quick one before we get to a couple player debates here. You guys are holding tight. Uh, biggest breakout hitter and biggest breakout pitcher. Bebe. We start with you. Your biggest breakout pitcher. No pressure. Second. No one's going to judge breakout you. breakout hitter. Only the two <laughs> players that you're attached to. The athletic <laughs> did this to me. I had like literally like just started. I was doing the football show. And then they're like, hey, you're going to do the Tuesdays and stuff. And then before I even was on the Tuesday shows, Seeley hits me up. He's like, hey, I need your biggest breakout hitter and pitcher. And it's going in the draft guide. And I was like, oh, God. Well, okay. I, did, I did Jeffrey Springs as my pitcher. Um, <laughs> there we go. But you're only going to be attached to these names specifically the whole time. Well, so I gave you enough time here. I don't, know, I don't know if it's technically a breakout hitter, but I will go with Rowdy Telez. Uh, oh, are you kidding one. me? Yeah, oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I think we get back to the 260-ish, 270 hitter potentially. Um, and maybe we get the 45-ish. And, you know, he, he's one of the few guys I wouldn't be shocked if he ever hit 50 home runs. I'm not saying he's going to, but I think it's a big, big year for Rowdy Rowdy Velez yeah. in uh, Milwaukee. And then if you're talking pitcher, ooh, this is a this is trickier. Um, I won't take one of Ryan's rays. That's fine. Um, oh, this might be one he's gonna pick. Um, I'll let Ryan pick the pitcher first. I don't want. I don't want to take both guys from him. <laughs> all right, go, go with your pitcher, Bloom. Aaron Savali for me. Okay, I'm just all good. Aaron Savali. Good. I the the he he finished the season very strong the last ten starts after he was injured, and it coincided with a pitch mix, and that's kind of like a pitch mix change, and that's kind of like my tried and true. If I see a change in skills with a change in approach, I tend to believe that more. Cleveland has plenty of track record with their starting pitchers lately. So Savali is my guy. The price is very cheap. Um, okay, so now we we flip back to Bubba for hitter. A snake we'll in this thing? To, yeah, we're, it's a snake no, draft here. So Bubba, <laughs> yeah. snipe, or I guess it's what? not a snake. I guess it's, it, a, it's just a normal a pitcher uh, for Bubba now. Who's yeah. your so pitcher? Bubba, your pitcher. Yeah, my, my pitcher, I didn't know. if he, I, I, I had him between Savali and another guy. So I'm like, I'll let him go. I'm going Jose Suarez of the angels Ooh. it's a guy we've talked about a lot uh, i have had an angels preview show really hype him up since after the all-star break made 11 starts 281 era 341 xfib uh pretty strong numbers in that regard and, and more importantly to me is he kept the walks down to four percent in the second half 18.1 uh, percent k to walk which is really really good to see from this young arm and there's a lot of uh hype in the uh angels system that he could take that next step and like be a better than a patrick sandoval I've got like he could be the next dude in there behind um, Shohei Otani. So I think Suarez could take a, a big bump this year. Oh, Bubba, I love that name. Good. I, I love your attachment to those. Okay. So Bloomfield, now this is your hitter. Uh, my hitter, I will go. Oh, this is not Rowdy Telez. It won't no. be Rowdy, unfortunately. <laughs> I will go, and this is maybe like a re breakout, but I'm going to go Chris Taylor. I just think Ooh, he's going let's to get go, I think on a on a per at bat basis, he's fantastic. Health is a key. Playing time, I don't even know if that is much of a key. I think Chris Taylor is going to play the Dodgers, and you guys probably love to hear this. Are, that lineup is not very deep. That's not the Dodger deep lineup that we have grown accustomed to in recent years. Chris Taylor has multiple paths to playing time. He's going outside the top 300, right around 300, I think. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome in this league. I love you. Ready to party. Second base outfield eligible. Um, has shown the ability to be good power speed in the majors in the past. And so all that kind of lines up together for me, for, uh, for Chris Taylor. I don't like to root for a Dodger, but that is one Dodger that I've been on for a while. So I'm happy to hear you say that, Bloom. All right, gentlemen. This takes us to the final session of Draft Forum here. Our favorite. It's player debate time. We have got some player debates for you, gentlemen. We got three of them. They're a little bit of hybrid. I think uh, Bob, actually, Bob can put together two of these. I flipped up one, and I'm very excited about it. And I'm going to set the stage for this first one because we got to talk about buzzy players in Draft Forum. And if you're not talking about Corbin Carroll on the buzz, you're talking about Jordan Walker. Jordan Walker has been taking spring by storm because he's smashing homers. Starting in right field, Cardinals say, ah, Tyler O'Neill, let's see what you got in center field before everything starts off. That's convenient. How convenient that whole thing uh, is. But Jordan Walker is not guaranteed anything. But I took a look at March 1st Draft Champions Leagues, and there's five leagues in Draft Champions since March 1st on NFBC. Jordan Walker, my friends, has an ADP of 160. He has moved up. Bogman, you know, I said this uh, here a while ago. I had him in the 180s, and there's no chance he's going to stick in that 250 range that he had. So the player debate here is going to be, because Jordan Walker qualifies at uh, third base, against another corner infielder, Jose Miranda, who has a lower ADP than Jordan Walker now. At 177, qualifies at first, qualifies at third. Had a little injury thingy, and then smacked a couple homers the other day. I love both of these players. I believe Jose Miranda is what I call a glue player. He just works in every piece of your team. He makes your team better overall, and there's still plenty of breakout potential. But Jordan Walker is now going higher with the big buzz. So Ryan Bloomfield, player debate number one, Jordan Walker with that 160 March NFBC ADP or Jose Miranda, what say you? I'm going Jordan Walker. And, and the the general like theme of how I draft, I mentioned is very conservative up top, but like, once I get outside the top 100, 150, I want to take those shots. And um, you're, I totally agree on Miranda being like a glue guy. Like he is, I, I think, pretty stable in terms of playing time and what we saw from the skills last year. I just think you you need to start taking some shots in drafts at this point. And Jordan Walker, like, I don't know if you agree with this, disagree, whatever, but Bubba and I were talking about this on our last show. Like this just feels like the Julio Rodriguez ascent that we saw last spring where like dude cannot – miss in spring and just gets a job and i'm not saying he's going to be julio but um just i don't know um i I just love the ceiling i have said those words uh many too too many times this uh off season that i i worry and i try to put the caveat to many people to say like i'm not saying he's going to be julio boy does it smell of what julio did last year same game to 19 homers 22 stole well we didn't even know the the speed was going to be at that level with julio uh, prior to him coming up, we know that game is there with Jordan Walker and the athleticism. The question and the only difference is Julio mid-February, we got the uh, commitment from the Mariners. They said we're starting him. It's you know mi- getting close to mid-March, uh, and we don't have any commitment from the Cardinals. We only have just these little tea leaves they've given us by like moving Tyler O'Neill off and his awesome success. So same thing, Bubba, it comes back to you. Do you agree Jordan Walker was not even remotely close to sniffing Jose Miranda before, but yet since March has started, he's going higher. What would you pick for your team, Miranda or Jordan Walker? 
Uh, Jordan Walker every single time. I've uh, I haven't been like I wasn't on Jordan Walker in like January, but I I've gotten on him now. I took him in tout a week ago. I started to to focus on him in drafts. I have not been on Miranda at all. I think Miranda's a decent batting average guy with a little bit of pop. Where as Ryan said, if you want to play ceiling here, it's like a legit 2020 type dude at this point in the draft. And I think he's going to get a spot. It's going to be hard because the Cardinals have so many guys in the WBC. So, of course, Walker's going to play every single game in the middle of the order every single game. But uh, I think if he keeps hitting, it's going to be hard to, to keep him out of there. So it's Jordan Walker for me, and it's really not that close for me, at least. That's fascinating. I got to know, Welsh, where where would Jordan Walker's price have to be? I'm Jordan Walker, too, by the way. And it's Walsh. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you. But, you were next up. So you're, you're just. I don't you're have him in my Walker rankings that high, but I, I've moved him up every single time I've seen him. In the next, you know, my next update, I will have him ahead of Miranda. But uh, where where does Jordan Walker, where does his price have to rise for you to say, I can't take him there? What, like, what's the cost? Uh, see, that the only problem with that is I, I think it's... It could change in a week. Yeah, see, it's, a, it's attached to the big question of does he make the opening roster? Because I said this before. I mean, if it if, started today, he's on the team. We know if that. he yeah. is, if the team says he's making the opening day roster, he's inside the top 100 yeah, and he's, he's there's not going to be any argument. Yeah, there's no argument to it. Yeah. It's an easy top 100 like pick. I take him over Jake McCarthy right now. End of story. Yeah, end of story. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I completely agree with that one too. I would. <laughs> I actually think he could push 75. I think like yeah. after Gunner, people would be like, oh, I got to pivot to Jordan Walker. Like Brian Reynolds or Jordan Walker. If Walker's starting. Oh, but see, you, you know, the only Walker thing with that starting. is like, Maybe it's a tiny caveat to like the team that I put together. If I'm a little, if I took like my O'Neill, well, that's, I think that's risky. like the window of where he'd go type thing. I think no, I have a hundred percent by the end of spring. I think that's where, yeah, roughly right now, Walker's Brian gonna Reynolds to. like a 92 ADP. Like that's a legit conversation. Yeah. I think. Okay, good. I was just about to look like, where is he? Like that's so right he'll in only the be somewhat of a deal for the next two weeks because Byron it looks Buxton like he's Jordan Walker. It. I mean, Walker. if Jordan Walker's given the opportunity, I'd probably go with Walker too. Because also the sneak, the sneaky game is that he qualifies at third, yet he will not play it because he's going to yep. be playing right field. Yep. That's the sneakiness with it, um, sneaky, and, sneaky. and that's where he pushes. Okay, so here's the the real thing to your question. You said Ooh, I got one. Where? Okay, no, no, do that, and then I'll move on. What What do you got? George Springer or Jordan Walker? Mm, see George, you know, I think it would be easy George Springer for a lot of people, but I'm not. I'm not, not super easy big on George. Yeah, yeah, I'm not as big on calling timeout. George Springer, George. It's getting it's getting ridiculous. So we're between seventy and eighty-five, basically, is what we ended up. How about this? How about this one? Jordan Walker, O'Neill Cruz, O'Neill Cruz at seventy-five. Jordan Walker or him? Which side? Ooh. Position L, position goes to Jordan, go Jordan Walker. Walker base. Honestly, but stuff. you would go Jordan Walker. What at Bloomfield? Disagree with your I'd partner. Probably go Cruz. Yeah, there I think I'd go. go Cruz. I think we're getting we're getting a little, little out of hand here with the Walker hype. I think I still would go Walker. Uh, much better lineup, wow. you know. All right. But, uh, I, yep. That's true. Yeah. Much yep. better lineup, especially if he's hitting towards the top of that bad boy. Ooh, yeah. Goldie so, and Arenado in there. Let's come back to the question you actually asked: Is if they don't give us, we're going to get it at some point, but in the next two weeks, if we're not giving it, what's the point right now? In the situation we know of Jordan Walker right now, that's too high. And I think it's around like one. I'd take around 100, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the positive is that he's probably not down there for long. But like I was having this conversation with Vlad Sedler about uh, Brandon Fott uh, in in the DMs. We were talking about him and I've talked to I was uh, with someone else as well. If Brandon Fott is sent down. It's only for the month. Oh, it's James Anderson. Me and James are doing on rates and barrels. If Brandon Fott is sent down to the minors and doesn't break the roster, it's not more for the month. The guy pitched over 160 innings at AAA, uh, in AA, AAA with the Diamondbacks. The innings aren't a question. The workload is not a question. I really don't. I, he's more talented than Ryan Nelson. In the, so how long is he truly down there? So to take Brandon Fott, even if he doesn't make the roster, you're all good. I think you're golden. Don't worry about it because it'll be soon. The same thing could be said about Jordan Walker. How long would they put him down there? The only argument you have is he did not hit AAA last year. Played in the Arizona Fall League, hit AA. How much seasoning would they give him? Worst case scenario is six weeks. What we've been talking about doesn't help with Justin Turner's taking a ball to his face, but is take like a Justin Turner. When you when you were able to take Jordan Walker at like 180 or 190, go take a like a solid third baseman to kind of pair him with now. Now that's a little bit different. If you get me into the 130s, 
and we're making decisions between uh, well, frankly, Bloomfield's you know Ahmed Rosario. Um, you're looking at maybe Hunter Renfro. You're looking at Chris Bryant. If those are the decisions we're making between Jordan Walker, I think we're starting to push it without a guarantee. But you could still pair him for safety for a couple weeks. And if you got yeah. the return of 85% of what Julio Rodriguez is that Jordan Walker becomes, well, he's going to break top 50. The best so I think 125 that, is my spot. The best part about that, getting him at 125, 130 now, you know, is that in two weeks, that could be the steal yeah. of the draft. So like yeah. you said, pair, of course, be sure. But yeah, I, I like that take. Yeah, that's that's a good one. You definitely made that debate. Bloomfield, would you take better. right now, with the situation we know, <laughs> would you take Chris Bryant or Jordan Walker? Ooh, easy. With what we know right now. Easy. <laughs> oh, he hates easy. you hate Chris Bryant. Okay. Uh no, I took Chris Bryant tonight yeah. ahead of Jordan Walker. So I would take Bryant. Okay. Yeah. Bubba? I take Jordan Walker easily. Oh man, I love this descent. This is awesome. All right, we can All right, well, you answer that one. Um, I'm kind of turning back on Chris Bryant a little bit. Like, oh, because uh, he hit a couple spring training home runs. Divorce. Well, he hit 300. He didn't go. even get to take advantage of Colorado. Uh, I'm going to throw this out. There's a little preview. If you guys want to check out Fantasy Pros, an interesting <laughs> thing we had. Uh, Joe and I had Ariel Cohen on, and Ariel had said, and I agree with this statement, he said the sneaky thing that no one's talking about is Colorado hitters are better with the balanced schedule now because they're not going to keep going in and facing the Dodgers and the Padres as much. So their their road games are going to look a little bit better, and then they're playing in Colorado. So all Colorado hitters might be a little bit sneakier, and I just don't buy the not hitting power in there. So I think I might take Chris Bryant, but it's super. And again, we're talking about Walker right now, who's not guaranteed the job. If he gets a job, I'll take him over. Right now, I would take Chris Bryant. It Man. sounds like Colorado has to travel more. Well, to travel to not play the Dodgers and not have to go up against the Dodgers and the Padres, which is a really good thing, by the way. Chicken and the the egg there. Yeah. I suppose. Um, All right. So player debate number one clearly goes to Jordan Walker. Uh, It's a sweep. As much as I like Jose Miranda, I'm going to go with Jordan Walker in this situation because the upside is unfortunately not super close. Um, Miranda, I think, has upside to break the top 100, which I've talked about. Walker has a chance to break the top 50. So I'll go with Jordan Walker. So we sweep it. Player debate number two. Adolis Garcia versus Teoscar Hernandez and uh, Bubba, uh, all the love. I love both these guys. I have them close, but like I said before, I'm one of the highest rankers in the world on Adolis. So, you know, uh, I've got him in the, you know, 39. So uh, I'm very, very high on him. Uh, right now, they're going in an FPC uh, 61 for Teoscar, 55 for Adolis. Actually, that is uh, fan track. Uh, that's the ADP across all of those. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Becoming your strongest financial self? Good plan. Northwestern Mutual's Guide to Good Financial Planning can help you balance spending and saving, set goals, and start creating the life you want to be living. Get it today at NorthwesternMutual.com slash good plan. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I know how you're feeling right now. Stop it, stop it. Don't do that. I'm here for you. Oh. In this league. <laughs> you are uh, you know, an FPC. I took ESPN. Fantasy, on. fantasy pros. So weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, fantasy pros. Yes. So, Bub, is it just easy Adolis for you because of the power speed combo, or is Teoscar right in that line with him? Yeah, it's easy Adolis for me at the power speed combo. Like Teoscar's great and all. Um, it's it's just staying healthy for him for one thing. He's not going to run much anymore, and we've seen that bad average fluctuate so much. 
throughout his career. It's like he's been really good or really bad. It kind of depends on the season with the Oscars. So um, I'll, I'll take Adelise uh, pretty, pretty easy for me. Uh, Bloom, is it, is it that easy for you? It's not that easy. It's a slight Adelise. Teoscar Hernandez, I think it's dinged too hard for the the change in scenery. I, I Seattle from a from a pure park factor standpoint for right handed hitters is really not that far off. It was actually Toronto. better, wasn't it? Wouldn't he have hit more homers in Seattle? Well, the, and the, if you look at the expected uh, home run park factors, twenty eight homers in Toronto, thirty three or thirty. I'm sorry, thirty one in Seattle. Mm-hmm. So that's a three homer boost. If you just wanted to purely look at it from uh, playing all games in one specific park which is important here to your point because everyone is like, oh, he's going to stink. It's Seattle, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, you know, the expected home run numbers actually don't tell that story. Correct. Yep. And I just think, I think a lot of projection systems are waiting Teoscar Hernandez in the first half last year when he was obviously coming back from that oblique. Um, he was vintage Teoscar in the second half, 273, hit 16 homers. Like I think there's 35 homer, 40 homer power in this bat with a good batting average. So like, Yes, I'll take Adelise, but I'd be, I'd be thrilled to get him both in like the fourth round. Honestly, um, I don't, I don't think there's that much of a difference uh, between the two. I was gonna say, but you kind of answered it. Like, there's a gap between the values. Like, uh, it's like it's fifty-eight to sixty-five. It's not quite a round though, so I can't be like, does it change? You know, with fourth round Adolis or fifth round uh, Tay Oscar, does that does that change anything for you, Bloomfield? Uh, not you, really. I mean, it's yeah, I'd still just take the, the best player, so I, I'd still take Adelise. But um, I, I've kind of mentioned this a couple times. I, I don't have the best, most compelling arguments against uh, Adolis Garcia, but I don't trust it. I just do not. I know it's two years. Everybody and their XBA mother. Everybody and their mother in 2022 preseason was like, I don't care what Garcia did. I don't care. Like, it's not going to last. The whiff rate stinks. The overall contact rate stinks. He strikes out. He doesn't walk. It's not going to last. And then it did. And now everybody forgets that. And no one cares about that, which I I understand because his XBA lined up. It was actually better this year than it was last year. He hit the ball really hard. I don't trust it with him. And I don't think the contact is going to continue. I love the stolen bases, which I think gives him, I think it gives him like this bottom line that might make him even a little bit safer than Teoscar Hernandez. But I think it's really hard also to ignore just the insane, crazy hard hit numbers that Teoscar put up this past year. 96% essentially like top 5% on like hard hit max exit velocity average X slug. Uh, His XBA was in the top like 25%. I mean, I just think all of the contact metrics work in his favor where he gets to hit in the middle of the lineup in what technically is a ballpark that actually favors him a little bit. I agree with what Bloomfield said. I think it's 35 plus homers. I think he could sneak 10 stolen bases in. I think he could push those RBI and run numbers. He had 77 and 71. I think those can get into the mid eighties here. Yeah. I love to Oscar and I gotta, I gotta talk Welsh into taking two outfielders early so I can get him. That, that's what I got to do is so yeah. he skips them. That's when I don't listen take to this if, love. Listen to this love. If I, I, love get, a Cun- if I get but. like a Cunha and then I get like, you know, whoever the hell else, like Randy Rosarena, by the way, you guys said him earlier. I think that's like one of the most important like I guys if you so can. Much. That's, that's <laughs> Bubba's golden child there. I totally <laughs> yeah. agree with Bubba here. Like if I can get Randy Rosarena, like I <laughs> think Randy Rosarena is, so, is in a tier above like Luis Robert. I feel like people are like, well, I'll just take one of them. And it's like, Robert's so risky. I would rather Randy Rosarena 10 out of 10 times. And that's what takes me away from Teoscar. I just think the power numbers are going to be really high end. And he does have, you know, similar like K issues that are going to exist out there. But uh, I don't, I don't trust Adolis Garcia and uh, I'm going to go with Teoscar here. And I know I'm probably on the, uh, on the opposite side of what many people believe. Yeah. It's an Island thing. Speaking of the Rosarena, I just saw he's on 50% of my NFC teams right now. (laughs) (laughs) For an early pick, that's... How many many NFC teams? Um, That have finished 10, I have three more in the process of happening. (laughs) Oh my god. They're all all DCs type. Hey look, he puts his money where his mouth is. I like it. I love Bubba so much. I just, I can't believe, I love hearing that number too, that it wasn't like, oh, like three. I mean, I'd probably be the same way if it were legal here in Arizona. I would just go Actually, absolutely. Actually, uh, out of the three 
drafts we have going on, I have him in one of those three too. So uh, <laughs> yeah, make that uh, six of thirteen drafts. See, I need to get like one. I need to get one of you guys. Like the only pro- me and Bogman would probably do more, but Bogman absolutely hates doing the NFBC lineup. So I need I someone just, that wants to like really do the lineups that I can share some NFBC. Teams I need to with do. Draft I need to do like two places. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, Bogman, uh, you didn't answer that. Uh, Teoscar or uh, oh, it's a dollars for me. Uh, I'm higher. I'm second highest in ECR, so it's easily a dollars for me. But I I love Teoscar too. I like both these guys. Um, but I knew you were the, the reason I picked this one because I knew you were Teoscar and I was a dollars. I didn't know Bubba was so invested, but uh, I like hearing it. So, uh, yeah, dollars for me. If you had to, Bubba, if you had to pin down who's the one guy who is more likely to regress. Do you think it's Teoscar or do you think it's uh, Garcia? I think it's Teoscar personally, the age and the the health concerns with him. I could see him being the one that kind of falls apart first, but uh, there's still concerns with Adelise. I'm not going to say they're not with the, uh, the, the plate discipline issues, but I'll go with Teoscar. Bloom for the same thing. Like, do you think there's more risk with Garcia or do you think it's Teoscar? I think just from the injury history, especially like soft tissue stuff, it's Tay Oscar's a bit more risky. I mean, at least Garcia over 580 at bats these the last two seasons. Like the dude plays a lot, and which is a lot of the reason why the counting stats are so good. So, yeah. yeah. Just that lineup's getting better too. Just don't trust it. I have nothing good. I really <laughs> don't very have skeptical it. Like, of, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things where it's it. like, it's not going to, I just I don't trust it. And I just won't have shares. Like, I'm not trying to like adamantly be against uh, Garcia. It's just like, I'm not going to have the shares because I don't trust it. I feel like it'll fall apart. Last one here. You guys have been uh, absolute rock stars for hanging with us, especially coming off of your live stream and doing the entire show <laughs> with us, not just a little bit. This is a three-way. It's the best way. So, yeah. hey, it is a shortstop. But there's four of us. Yeah, well, no, not, it's not, yeah, we're not likes to watch. I'll record. No, no purple light outside of the house. So I'm told, so I'm told. Uh, this is a three-way player debate match, and it is of shortstops with the 80s ADP. We were talking about this. I think this is very appropriate. And let's start with you, Bubba. Three guys. Wander Franco, who has a 86 ADP. Willie Adamas, who has an 88 ADP. And Tim Anderson, who has an 89, you must pick one shortstop to rule them all. Whom do you pick of those 80 shortstops? Man, oh man, I don't know. Willie Adamas. It's really simple for me. It's Willie Adamas. The power skills have developed each and every year uh, since he's come up from the big. Still super young guy. Babbitt was horrible last year. I expect the batting average to come up. Eight steals last year was a career high. So I I, I wouldn't be shocked if he like a 30-10 type season. He hits maybe 250. That would be outstanding. Willie Adamas hit in the middle of the Brewers lineup, where at least the top part of the lineup would be very strong still. A lot of run production in Milwaukee. Wander, I just don't know when the power is going to get there, so he's going to have to prove it to me type situation for the ADP that I'm paying. And Tim Anderson, as much as I love him, and the batting average is intriguing at this point in time, look at games played by Tim Anderson. He hasn't played a, he doesn't play full seasons very often, just put it that nope. way. And so um, that's one thing I'm trying to be more cognizant of is uh, – you know, guys that are continuously not putting in 100-plus games over and over again, that is a concern to me on draft day. So give me William Thomas. Also, I'm looking here. Box, where did you pull these from? Because, oh, no, there he is. Okay, so they moved Fantasy down a little bit. They're all in the still same group. You know what's funny? They've I took ESPN closer. out because there's there's all Okay, well, I was going to no. say is if you have ESPN, what's funny is they move into the 90s, but they're within four picks of each other. There's like one person that breaks them up and it's Tyler glass now, and you can easily take him yeah. out. They literally would be all together, which I think is fascinating here. The Adamus that like, really gets me because you look at the power numbers he put up while hitting 238, and you look at what is easily a career low BABIP. I mean, it is almost 50 spot spots lower than his career average. I don't know what to do with myself on that because I get too excited. That's why like, I love the idea, especially if you get Adamus later, I love the idea of pairing him, even as a middle infielder. I think it's such an advantage you get. Or obviously, if 15 team, you miss out on shortstop, you get him. Uh, I like that one. Bloomfield, same thing. Wander Franco, Willie Adamas, Tim Anderson. What say you? I'm going to take offense to your comment earlier, Welsh, about uh, Tim Anderson <laughs> being the Byron Buxton of shortstop. Oh, oh he's going to play games this year. It, this is the yep. year. How? Uh, I know I'm cherry picking stats a little bit, but basically a full season in 2020. 500 plus at bats in 2021, 500 at bats 2019, 550 plus in 2018, 2017. Yes, Tim Anderson was younger 
back then. We all were. Um, a lot <laughs> of the missed time with Tim Anderson last year was like a torn tendon in his finger, kind of a freaky thing. So, yes, there are some hamstrings and groins and that sort of thing. It's never been super major uh, for Tim Anderson. And I just think on a per-game basis, he blows the other two guys away, honestly. Um, so I, I just I, I think he still runs. I think he hits the top of the lineup. He's currently healthy. And that's for me, for hitters, that's kind of all you can ask for. And technically so, correct. Right. But Byron Buxton's <laughs> technically healthy right now. What are your thoughts on Byron Buxton? So was Jacob uh, DeGrom. Was, Jacob DeGrom's healthy. No, he's, he's not. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to do this. I I know I'm taking some health risk, but like this dude is a borderline first round player if he gets 550 at bats. Again, the probability of that is not, you know, crazy high, but I think if you factor in replacement level and you add that onto his projection, I I, I think Tim Anderson takes it. He's an ifs and buts and candies and nuts, and we all have a Merry Christmas player, 1000%. He's 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 the reason I look at Byron Buxton and I go, okay, well, if he plays the whole season, it's ridiculous. Jacob DeGrom does the same thing. I completely agree with you. If Tim Anderson could play 150 games, which he's only done once in his career in 2018, uh, as you get older, your body kind of declines. He's 29 years old. Just looking at that. He's only done it once. If he could play a whole season, when you extrapolate his numbers, they always look crazy. They're like 25, 25 with a fantastic batting average. Obviously, they lost to Brayu. It's great numbers. It's just he doesn't. And I think I build that in a little bit. And um, so I guess there's only so much risk. I cherry pick it, I guess, kind of in like one direction on the opposite side, which I'm doing. I guess I've been picking on like White Sox guys because I'm not into Robert. I'm not into Tim Anderson. I'm going to do something interesting. Bruce is gone. It's fine. What's that? So the roost is yeah. gone. They're fine. Yeah, now. you don't need eight anymore. <laughs> Take, he's taking the taking a long nap, not the long long nap, but like a long nap. Otherwise, <laughs> did I tell you he literally he fell? He like fell asleep multiple times. There was one point when I was at White Sox camp last year where he was wandering around, and there was like a, a coach that looked over at another coach and was like, "What's he doing? What's he doing?" <laughs> and all he did was just walk around. He didn't talk to anybody. He just like walked around and just like you know looked yeah, at fans. Trying to figure out anything. where he parked his car. <laughs> Well, it was in the middle of the street. Yeah, check the stoplight. <laughs> it was in the middle of the street, guys. Um, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go with Wander Franco. And this is going to be the, the wild and wacky one because statistically, he's the least of all these guys. There technically are still some batting average issues if I'm drafting first on Willie Adamas. Tim Anderson has the injury stuff. What we're looking for for Wander Franco is the breakout. What he doesn't do is strike out. What he does do is get on base. What he does do is make really good contact. Uh, he had one month before he got injured, where it looked like those things were coming together in March and April 2021, where he was like hitting 300, like four homers, three stolen bases, and he was lining up where it's like, holy crap, you know, kind of what you're looking at with Tim Anderson, we might get this to finally happen. Injury set him down and he was gone. I think it's, I think we're in for the breakout because I think the floor is immense, except sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com becoming your strongest financial self good plan northwestern mutual's guide to good financial planning can help you balance spending and saving set goals and start creating the life you want to be living get it today at northwesternmutual.com slash good plan the northwestern mutual life insurance company milwaukee wisconsin Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's in this league. Got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what 
they used to make in this league. I'm the smartest guy in the world, says who? IQ test you took in prison. Brought to you by Carl Jr. Don't forget golf. Don't edge. forget the golf podcast. <laughs> Gaining yeah. the edge, Patreon, GTE, Fantasy, uh, on Patreon with Curlin, Simeone, and Jorge Montanez. That's a lot of fun as well. Yes, and Bogman remembers the golf very well. We used to talk about it every Thursday night for the radio show. Bogman was like, hey, we need a two-and-a-half-minute <laughs> right, opening let's segment. Let's do golf. What happened? All right, yeah. that's enough golf. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's enough golf a good golf. So, um, yeah, just follow me on Twitter. You'll get all the goods there. You know, and I, last thing I'd say uh, to get you guys out of here, you guys definitely kind of stole the show. People don't know unless you were there, but um, Bloomfield and Bubba hosted – uh, they did the live podcast in one of the podcast rooms during first pitch. And, um, you know, as everybody knows, I'm never invited, but I just show up <laughs> and I uh, and I just poke into things. And I happened to be in there. Me and Frank were, you know, drunkily, maybe, but just like kind of stumbling <laughs> around and, you know, going into places before a poker game wasn't open. And we popped over to one of the rooms where you guys were doing the live podcast and you guys killed it. And And I heard so many people talk about how great it was. Uh, obviously the artwork and that's the story behind the artwork if everyone doesn't know that's on bloomfield and bubba's podcast is uh, the two of them sitting up having people you know in the audience reacting bubba was a rock star in the real hosting set you guys just did a great job so i wanted to commend you on the great job that you guys have developed overall you guys killed it at first pitch you guys continue to kill it and i love you both and i know bogman loves you both too so love you goodbye got to get you all invited one of these years someday uh, you know what at this point <laughs> Don't invite me. It, it's, it's, a almost, it's a thing. Or NWO. Yeah, yeah, we'll just yeah. show up. That's right. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for the podcast. Thank you to both of these gentlemen. We've got a mock draft coming up uh, in just a couple of days. It is 10.0. It's a points league draft on ESPN. If you guys want to check hey, it out. Bloomfield. <laughs> yeah, right Love there. It. Bloomfield, you can check <laughs> it out. It. We're going to be doing the, the mock draft uh, points ESPN. We got that bad boy. Uh, you guys could check us out. Underdog promo code ITL. Support the boys. When you do so, uh, ITL gets you 100% uh, 100% match up to 100 bucks a deposit, and we'll be giving away a hoodie to one person that uh, decides to do it this month and lets us know. We'll be randomly picking those. In this league.com is a Patreon. Come and follow us there, please, and vote for us on whatever the hell we are on the baseball pods. If you see it on Twitter, uh, make sure you vote for ITL as much as possible. Vote for Bloomfield and Bubba. Just vote for all the people. Vote for the good guys. Bad guys out, right. good guys in. That's what we like it. On Twitter, it's at the Welsh Bogman Sports. We're out of here, friends. Goodbye. We love you. Sayonara. Becoming your strongest financial self? Good plan. Northwestern Mutual's Guide to Good Financial Planning can help you balance spending and saving, set goals, and start creating the life you want to be living. Get it today at northwesternmutual.com slash good plan. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.